Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Play fake. Fires it to Edelman who drops. It's intercepted. Off of Edelman and picked by the Honey Badger. Pick six. Tyron Matthew pick six. Julian Edelman last year led the National Football League in drops. He's such a great receiver, but he lost concentration. Rodgers alone with the gun. Takes the snap on third down. Protection holds up initially. Rodgers waits, throws. Right side, got a man wide open. Touchdown, and it's Robert Tanyan again. Dancing in the right corner of the end zone. The undefeated teams improved to 4-0. and First you heard the pick six as the Chiefs beat the Patriots 26-10. New England had a lot of chances in that game. They had a lot of chances. A couple drives in the red zone, and Hoyer messed them up before he got pulled. And then you heard the Packers improved to 4-0 as they down the Atlanta Falcons 30-16. Atlanta did good stuff. Goal line stands, but not nearly enough. No. Robert Tonyan, three touchdown catches. He was uh, That was the... Uh, a highlight in that game. But the possibilities were there for New England and Atlanta. You could see their chance. It's a game of inches. Passes getting broken up, batted away in the end zone because they're just a little off target. <laughs> it's a game of inches, PK. What sport isn't? Right? Golf. No. <clears throat> Golf's a game of inches. Baseball is it? No, baseball's definitely a game of inches. The difference between a home run and a foul ball is usually... I don't know, quarter of an inch, half an inch. Foul is straight back or hit it to dead center field. We'll get to that in a minute. So the Chiefs and Packers improved to 4-0. and oh. At the other end of the spectrum, you got the Texans. They're 0-4. It seemed inevitable after the trade, PK. You ship off your wide receiver, star wide receiver to Arizona for nearly nothing, and Bill O'Brien starts 0-4, and he's out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Won four division titles, but was never in the AFC title game of the Super Bowl. So... We know the NFL's been finding coaches on the sideline for not wearing masks, but now they're finding players at charity events for uh, breaking coronavirus protocols as well. Players were massless at a charity event for uh, Darren Waller's foundation at a, a country club in suburban Henderson, Nevada. So Waller got fined $30,000. Nine of his teammates were fined 15000 each, including Derek Carr. PK, I think they're serious about these games. These games, follow the money, right? The games are worth a lot of money. If you guys test positive, a game could go away. We're, we're going to do everything we can and not let that happen. Follow the money. And so wearing masks prevents all this stuff? Are we uh, you know, it's a, it's, no, well, number one, it's not a guarantee. And number two, wearing the mask is more effective for you. You know, if, if I wear a mask, that doesn't protect me from yak. That more protects yak from me. You sure? That's what I've been told. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, right? So, I mean, <laughs> six months from now, am I going to be told something different? I don't know. Maybe. Six months ago, I was being told something different. So, But that's the theory they're going on, and that's why they're finding players right now. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 
I'm not really worried about that. Just trying to, like I said before, just trying to focus on uh, getting done this week and, and, and getting things accomplished, you know, and, and proving as a team. I've asked the players not to worry about that, not to look at the, uh, you know, the, all the media attention that we get. We, we don't worry about it before the season. Why worry about it during? And so trying to keep our team focused. We have a, a good mature group, a veteran group. So we're looking forward to these guys leading the way. And, and I'm excited to see how we, you know, go into game four and and, and um, how we improve as a team. So that's the focus. Not really focused on anything else but that. Just trying to stay humble as a team and then stay hungry on, on things that we need to accomplish. We have a lot to prove still. Kalani Sataki saying there's a lot to prove and it's clear he doesn't want the big head to start uh, jumping up and biting here and waste uh, waste an opportunity, PK. Well, that's good because I look forward to every media session on Monday when somebody asked him, tell us about Zach Wilson and then how are you handling all this publicity? He'll answer the Zach Wilson thing, but he's not answering the other one. So don't waste your time. It seems like it's every week, even not if not, in fact, multiple times during the week. They're asking him about the start and the rating and the ranking and the exposure and blah, 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 blah. He just won't have any of it. I appreciate what he's doing. He's not going to get involved in that. So it's a waste of time to ask him about it. That's all true. Now, do you think you're going to hear it next week anyway? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because who's to say now these Zoom things that can attract uh, greater attention? I mean, they, for a national person who is interested in writing about it or talking about it, it, this Zoom stuff is giving you more access than you've ever had because normally it's just out there, you know, in front of a BYU logo, whatever it might be, and it's done on Monday and the guys and gals are around him. Well, now none of that's happening, so it's available over the electronic way and in that way you could be anywhere in the world and participate so i wouldn't be surprised if momentum goes and grows i mean i'm listening to this uh college sports thing that they've got on my satellite and they're talking about byu every day i'm, I'm not texted uh, yak neuheisel the guy I've, I've literally followed since he was a teenager because we grew up in the same area and we're virtually the same age and uh, he grew up, went to Tempe, McClintock High, and he was, you know, he was a three-sport star then. Anyway, I'm getting off track. But the point is, I followed him for a long time, and he is singing BYU's praises constantly on his show. And I listened to it, uh, not every day, but I listened to it yesterday. And he's guaranteeing that Zach Wilson will play in the NFL. So this, we're basically just barely getting started, I think, on the momentum and the wave of BYU. So this is a question that I suspect will be presented to the players and coaches many times over in the coming weeks, obviously as long as they win. Not going to argue with Rick Neuheisel when he guarantees an NFL quarterback, right? Don't argue with Rick Neuheisel about quarterback play? Well, you never really know. I mean, we've just seen that so many times. Uh, guys that just either they get overlooked out of coming out of high school or they get overlooked coming out of college. So I can't guarantee anything. It looks like he's an NFL guy. I was told early on, three, four years ago, that he had that potential. So I've been I've been a believer in Zach Wilson, uh, but you know, I can't guarantee, and I don't have the expertise that Neuheisel has. So uh, he's, he's certainly trumpeting it right now. Arizona Wildcats coach Kevin Sumlin has tested positive for COVID-19. His quote, my family and I have been aggressive in our efforts to remain safe and healthy throughout the past seven months. My positive test result, while a shock, is a stark reminder of how we must all remain vigilant in our focus on hand washing, physical distance, distancing, and face coverings. I'm feeling well, and we'll be engaged in our ramp-up activities on a virtual basis until I complete the isolation protocol. 
So a little setback there for the Arizona Wildcats. Sumlin will be out for a while, but back presumably before the game since the Pac-12 is still uh, a month away now. Month? Well, I guess there'll probably be a game a month from tonight, right? Friday night opener? Or are they all Saturdays week one? Do you have that memorized, PK? I don't know if there's any games that Saturday yeah. night. They've talked about the 6th or the 7th. They're 6th and the 7th, so I don't know if they scheduled them specifically, but uh, they're there. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. I've always been a guy who kind of let his game do the talking, but when guys get to talking, I can do that as well. But I've always tried to let my game do the talking. Some guys are like to talk their way through through the basketball game. I think it helps them out personally. There's always communication going on on the floor. For me personally, as long as I don't get disrespectful, I'm fine with it. Um, but I've never really started up a, a, a trash-talking dialogue. That's just not me. I believe you know the way I play the game is enough trash-talking in itself. LeBron James talking about the, uh, well, all those questions in reference to Game 3. You're in trouble now. Game 4 is tonight. Lakers are up 2-1. to one. Miami's trying to tie it up. Bam Adebayo is questionable tonight. Next string, keeping him out of Games 2 and 3. Game's on ABC tonight. Uh, I assume the Lakers are bouncing back here tonight, PK. You assuming the same thing? I assume nothing. Not situation. No, I can't assume anything because I'm not sure about the health of two critical components. And I don't think the Lakers are a great, great super team. One for the ages, any of that stuff. So uh, they have to have a lot of guys play well. And Anthony Davis only scored 15 in what uh, was that Sunday night. So that's not nearly good enough. I mean, anytime those two stars go for 60 combining, I expect them to win. If they don't, then they're very much beatable. Two-time NBA All-Star guard Isaiah Thomas said he's feeling as healthy as he has in some time after recovering from hip resurfacing procedure. I don't know what that is, but that doesn't sound good. However, Isaiah Thomas had it, and he's all pumped up about it. It's like night and day for me. There's no more pain. I've got my full range of motion for three years. I was trying to play the best players in the world on one leg. I needed help from my kids to put on socks in the morning. I feel like I'm 31 years old again, and now I have scientific evidence to show that. Hip resurfacing procedure. If this turns him back into an all-star, maybe we're going to have the Isaiah Thomas thing like we got the Tommy John surgery. Because the Tommy John surgery, you know, at that point was this massive... Leap forward technology. Yeah, it'd have to be the IT procedure. Hip resurfacing. Yikes. Newly hired Philadelphia 76ers coach Doc Rivers says, I love coaching. I absolutely love it. But I was not going to coach just anybody. I can tell you that. I was ready to take a break. Just depended on the team that was available. And if that team, in my opinion, was ready to win. You look at these players, these young players and potential. The fact they've had so much success in so many ways at the ages they are already. And where I think they can go, for me, it's a job you just couldn't turn down. That's just stuff coaches say, PK. It doesn't feel like the 76ers are about to go anywhere, does it? Sixers to the NBA Finals. Well, how long is he going to be there and what players are going to be there? I mean, things can change rapidly rad- rapidly, and radically. Uh, obviously, quickly. So, right now, but, you know, who's to say in a year or two? Yeah, just look at his time in the Clippers and how much the roster changed there, right? And he kind of had like three different generations of Clipper teams. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Yeah, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, that that was like one era. Yeah, And then they had kind of the no-name 
grinders as they move those two guys. And then you got this last year with Kawhi Leonard, and that's a different group with Paul George. Yes. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Here's the pitch. And he hits this one high in the air, center field. Sending Lariano back. He's on the warning track. It's gone! Correa's second jack! The Astros lead 8-5 on a bomb to center field. The 2-2. Swung on and hit in the air to deep center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. A Stantonian home run to blow the game wide open. He drove the ball to dead center and out. Giancarlo. No si puesto parlo. He hits a grand slam and the Yankees now have a 9-3 lead. American League Division Series. The Yankees and the Astros claim game ones. A lot of home runs in these games. The uh, Yankee-Tampa Bay game got to 4-3 to three pretty early. Both starting pitchers. They, they got to both starting pitchers, home runs for both teams and all that. But then it sat on 4-3 forever. And in the ninth inning, uh, Stanton with the grand slam uh, to break it open. But there were, there were some classic shots in the, uh, in the dugout. Aaron Judge. Uh, had a chance to break the game open and had a shot of him back in the dugout afterwards, and he was just talking himself. He just couldn't believe he'd missed a chance to be the hero and break it open. Turned out he was just letting Stanton do it. Yeah, well, the Grand Slam obviously did break it open for sure, yeah. How many players have there been who are that tall? I mean, they stand at home plate, and they're just so imposing. And some of the guys who have reputations as being bigger players, they were in like that 6'1", 6'2", range. These guys just... It looked like they're just up there s- s- swinging a, a, a toothpick and just hammering the ball. They're so big and so strong. Yeah, it's funny. My wife said, how big is he yeah, right. when uh, Aaron Judge was up? Last night we were having dinner, had the game on, and uh, she asked that. Yeah, I said, it does, he does look enormous. He looks about 6'8 in that range. And uh, sure, he does look intimidating. But at the same time, most of your pitchers are well over 6 feet too. You know, I'm not in six three to six five range themselves. The game has gotten bigger. Finding bigger, stronger, faster athletes. Yeah. All right, today there is uh, there's four playoff games. It starts with the Marlins and the Braves. National League starting with game one of their division series today. It'll be game two in the American Leagues. Marlins and Braves have the noon game. Uh, the National League's on FS1. The Padres and Dodgers play at 7.30. And then the American League is on TBS. It's the Astros and the A's at 2.30 and the Yankees and the Rays at 6. Go Marlins. Go Marlins? That'd be funny if they won again. Keep that perfect record intact. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's crazy. What are they, won nine playoff series in Correct. a row? Yeah. The only ones that they've been in. It's, I think I saw it uh, after they uh, beat uh, who they beat the Cubs. I think I saw it was the fourth longest streak having won that many playoff series in a row. But this is over many, many years, too. C-Sports Illustrated did a thing ranking all 16 matchups of the World Series. Yankees and Dodgers, number one. How predictable. Marlins and Astros, dead last. That was the one they absolutely didn't want to see. Yeah, I get it. If you're just going for widespread viewership and all that stuff and interest. They were looking for sizzle and storylines and, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, that would be at the bottom. I thought that they might go athletics, though, because the Astros having a storyline with the cheating might generate some more interest as opposed to whatever the athletics can generate. They actually had uh, the Oakland uh, L.A. series, Dodgers and Athletics, uh, since Oakland has last won it 31 years ago and the Dodgers 32 years ago, and then you could pull out the Kirk Gibson video. Like, that isn't shown every year anyway. But uh, they had that ranked pretty highly as one that would be a pretty attractive World Series. So, all right, there's what's trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up today, 8 o'clock, Dylan Cauley, former BYU wide receiver, will join us. Frank Dolce. Former Utah quarterback will join us at 8.30, talk Pac-12 schedule. There's, uh, we got a question up on our Facebook page. The third version of the Pac-12 schedule is up. This is the one presumably they'll play, mostly, probably. And we will get to that, your reactions to that next. Stay with us, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.